0: We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
1: Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, March 18th, and uh, we're thankful that you would take the time out of your schedule to tune in to The Winning Side broadcast. Uh, We welcome you, those listening on the radio, 95.9 FM. And those that are on our Facebook, of course, that's audio and video. And then those listening on our podcast, we appreciate that. And uh, I had someone um, Sunday was telling me they've been listening to the podcast and the The benefit of that is if you're not able to listen every day right at noon, you can listen later at different times, and so I don't know if you know how to do all that technology. You probably do, but I'm thankful for the opportunity we have to get out the Word of God and to let people know about the Bible and the truths of God's Word that can change our life. These are not just uh, pointers, and here's some thoughts that I had last night while I was, you know, uh, sitting out on the porch and thought it might help you, but we have Uh, truths from the Word of God, and the Word of God is what changes lives. Let us know you're listening today, 252-308-4600, or if you're on Facebook, you can just type a comment there and uh, let us know. Uh, Happy birthday today to Billy Miller, and I appreciate Billy. He is a blessing. He is faithful, and uh, I told him last night, he always sits in the same spot, and I said, Billy, I said, you're responsible for this whole section of the auditorium. Just keep an eye on him. Uh, The problem was my family was in that section, and uh, I told them, I said, you might have trouble with Lacey and Savannah. They get a little rowdy sometimes, which uh, they don't, but we were teasing last night. I told Brother Caleb right before we started, I said, first of all, I'm hungry. And so I said, secondly, I said, I have not asked in a long time what we're having for lunch today. So I'm just curious if you're, uh, don't don't text and drive, but uh, if you're at a place where you can let us know, I'm curious what is on the menu for lunch today. Uh, Some of you have already eaten maybe uh, with the time. Some of you are eating right now. Some of you are getting ready to, uh, but uh, what are you having for lunch today? What sounds good? Uh, I know Joanna told me uh, last night we got a couple uh, options today, and so I might just have uh, all of the above, you know, just take one of each, but uh, let us know. And then, uh, praise God, it looks like the storms are going to uh, miss us. It looks like they're not going to be what they were uh, predicting yesterday, Uh, but let's pray that God will keep us safe from those storms. And then let's pray for a great day on Sunday, uh, drive-in service, Sunday school, morning service, evening service, and then a spring revival starts next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with Brother Swanson. We're looking forward to that. Also, if you're not coming to uh, in-person Sunday school, we'll have our online Sunday school class, uh, 10-15. We'll continue our series on the Beatitudes. And I hope that's been a blessing to you. Also, to our men, I want to remind you, we'll have our prayer meeting out in the parking lot Saturday evening at 7 o'clock. And we're praying for revival. And we're praying for Easter Sunday and we're praying for God to do a great work. So I hope that you will uh, keep that in mind. And you say, well, I can't come to the prayer meeting. Well, maybe not, but you can still pray. And I hope you will do that. I, hear a, I want hear us to listen to a song uh, by the Clark family. Uh, we played this several times uh, last year when we were going through the, uh, the lockdowns and restrictions and the, the uh, pandemic and all of that. But the name of the song is God is my refuge. And I'm glad that God is our refuge. He he is our shelter in the time of storm. And I'm not just talking about the physical storms today and the the tornadoes or thunderstorms, Uh, but I'm talking about the storms we go through in life. And I'm glad that God is our refuge and He is our strength and He is a very present help in time of trouble. You listen as they sing this song and then we'll jump into Daniel chapter 5 after this song.
2: When clouds of doubt hover o'er me, angry waves toss me to and fro, there is a place where I can go.
1: Amen for that great song. God is my refuge. And uh, brother Caleb and I, we were sitting here uh, listening to the song. We were trying to be spiritual and uh, everybody on Facebook was just talking about lunch. I mean, why were you talking about food? Oh yeah, I asked you to. And uh, we were reading those comments. Uh, Miss Cindy uh, Powell, you said you got some vegetable soup from Community drive and That does sound good. And then I saw Jessica, you commented and Jessica and uh, the girls. Thank you all for coming out this morning for blitzing. Uh, Brother Caleb and I went out. Brother Alton, and we had uh, some ladies that went out. We're blitzing for Easter Sunday, passing out flyers. And it wasn't raining, but it was misting. And uh, if you're out very long, you feel like you get soaked, even though it's not raining. Uh, but we have vegetable uh, soup. Somebody said omelets. That sounded good. And then... Um, um, and Vicki, I think you said, uh, you don't know yet what you're having for lunch. So maybe vegetable soup, maybe that might be on the menu. Um, and, uh, I hope that, uh, uh you know, actually, brother Caleb, let's just, uh, let's, let's just cut this short today. Let's, uh, let's go eat lunch. And so God bless you. I hope you all, no, we're not going to do that, but that's tempting when you're hearing all that good food. Uh, some of you, maybe you're spiritual. Maybe you're like me. I don't know if I'm spiritual, but maybe you're like me and you don't eat lunch till after the winning side broadcast. But uh, anyway, thanks for letting us know. Uh, that was uh, good to hear. And I saw, Miss Cindy, you commented that uh, community's got the best vegetable soup uh, next to Roy's. And uh, Roy used to make uh, some good vegetable soup. And uh, I miss him. And uh, what a good man. And uh, we've got so many members who are in, in heaven and glory. And uh, I hope you'll uh, pray for one another these days, especially. Daniel chapter 5. I have goofed off long enough. Here we go. Let's get into our Bible study for today. We've been talking about Nebuchadnezzar. He was the king. Um, Nebuchadnezzar's father uh, really was the general that got things going for Babylon to come to power. Um, his name was uh, Nabopolassar. That's a real I- I- interesting name. And then Nebuchadnezzar, and he really is the one that came to power. He ruled for about 44 years in Babylon and he was a great uh, ruler as far as you know, humanly speaking. And of course, I believe he uh, came to know, uh, uh, I say came to know Christ, obviously that's New Testament terminology, but I believe that he uh, had faith in God and I believe that he came to know God. Uh, in Daniel chapter 4, he said, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol the Most High God. And he he, he learned his lesson uh, after being lifted up in pride. God humbled him, and uh, he recognized that God was in control. And then Nebuchadnezzar uh, goes off the scene, and uh, his son, uh, son or son-in-law, Nabonidus, he, he came in power. And then Nabonidus, his son, Belshazzar, comes to power. So Belshazzar, he refers to Nebuchadnezzar as his father. Really, it was his grandfather, but that was not uncommon in uh, Bible times. They would refer to somebody as a father, and it may have been several generations, like uh, the children of Israel often called Abraham their father. But in some cases, it was grandfather or great-grandfather or great-great or whatever. So here we have in Daniel chapter 5, Belshazzar comes to power in Babylon. He has inherited everything that his grandfather Nebuchadnezzar and his father Nabonidus has passed down to him. And we won't get very far today in Daniel 5, but let me lay a little bit of groundwork here. Belshazzar was a very proud individual. And we see that because notice what happened in Daniel chapter 5 and verse number 1. The king, uh, Belshazzar, made a great feast to a thousand of his lords. And he drank wine before the thousand. Now, that's already a problem. They're having a drinking party. They're having uh, uh, wine and uh, they're having this great feast. Nothing wrong with a feast. There is something wrong with wine. But Belshazzar, verse 2, while he tasted the wine, he commanded to bring the golden and silver vessels, which his father, Nebuchadnezzar, had taken out of the temple which was in Jerusalem. Remember that? When Nebuchadnezzar brought the captives from Jerusalem like Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and all those captives. He also brought the golden vessels that had been in the temple of God in Jerusalem. Now Nebuchadnezzar, he had enough sense not to mess with them. He brought them to Babylon and I personally believe God used Nebuchadnezzar to keep them safe. They were in a a safe place. They were set away. They were uh, still set aside. They weren't being defiled. But now Belshazzar's having a party and he calls to his men. He says, hey guys, uh, why don't you go get those golden vessels? You know, the the, the china that we're using and the, the, the cups and the, the glasses we're using, they're not fancy enough. Let's go get the golden vessels from the temple in Jerusalem. Let's bring those in here and let's use those for our party. And the Bible says that He had them taken out of the, uh, they were taken out of the temple by Nebuchadnezzar and they were there in Babylon now. And the king and his princes, his wives and his concubines might drink therein. They wanted to use these vessels. They wanted to uh, use something that was holy for their wicked, uh, heathen, ungodly party. Verse three, they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem and the king. And his princes, his wives, his concubines, they drank in them. They drank wine, and they praised the gods of gold and of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood, and of stone. You say, why would Belshazzar, why would he do something like this? Well, look down at verse number 22. The Bible says in verse 22 that judgment was pronounced on Belshazzar. And we'll look at verse 21st, that when Nebuchadnezzar's heart was lifted up in pride and his mind was hardened in pride. he was deposed. he was uh, brought down from his kingly throne and they took his glory from him. Remember we covered that in Daniel 4. Nebuchadnezzar he was judged for his pride. in verse 21 he was driven from the sons of men and he uh, uh, ate the grass like the oxen and, and all of that judgment. we just covered that yesterday or the day before and then verse 22 Daniel says and thou, his son, O Belshazzar, has not humbled thine heart, though thou knewest all this. He said, you knew better. You saw the example of Nebuchadnezzar. You should have known better than to follow in his footsteps and to have that same pride. Verse 23, but has lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven. And they have brought the vessels of his house before thee, and thou and thy lords, thy wives, thy concubines have drunk wine in them. And thou hast praised the gods of silver, and of gold, of brass, of iron, of wood, of stone, which see not, nor hear, nor know. And the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, hast thou not glorified. Wow. Belshazzar was judged, number one, for his pride. And we'll have to look tomorrow and see what led him to that point. How did he get to that point of pride where he thought that he was in control? But number one, he was judged for his pride. But number two, he was judged for desecrating that which should have been holy, that which should have been consecrated, that which was reserved for God's use. He took it and he defiled it. I'll I'll close with this. There's a lot more we could say about this subject and I'll probably add some more tomorrow or uh, next Monday. But you know, God has given us our bodies and our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. If you're saved, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you and your body, it is the temple of God. You don't belong to yourself. I don't belong to myself. I don't get to choose what I do with my body because I belong to God. In 1 Corinthians six twenty, the Bible says, therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We belong to God. I hope that we'll live holy. I hope that we'll live pure. I hope that we'll live humble. I hope we won't follow in the footsteps of Belshazzar. We'll see tomorrow how that God had to get his attention. And wow, did God ever get his attention? God showed Belshazzar. Who was in control. And it wasn't Belshazzar. God showed Belshazzar, like he showed Nebuchadnezzar, that God is the one who is in control. I hope you'll have a great day today. I hope you live on the winning side. And uh, let's uh, be very careful because that pride loves to creep in. And let's be very careful because that worldliness likes to creep into the life of a Christian. Uh, But let's be humble and let's be holy in the sight of God. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. And let's live on the winning side. And we'll be back tomorrow. We'll try to finish up some of Daniel chapter five. God bless you. Thanks for listening. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side.
0: Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life,